Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. All right, Scott Ritchie, Illinois, found its point guard. Maybe. I mean, the big news over the last week or so is that Ray J. Dennis, the point guard at Toledo, the reigning MAC player of the year, is actually in the transfer portal now. There's a lot of talk about him before it happened, but now he's in it, and maybe you can legally go after him. All right, and this week's Inside Illini Basketball, our beat writer will tell you when the Toledo stud joins Brad Underwood's team, whether he'll have some fellow old-timers also come back, and how high that vaults Illinois into Richie's top 25. Come back after these messages. Hi, I'm Paul Rudy, CEO of Rudy Wealth Management and host of Paul Rudy's On The Money Radio Show. Every successful investor I've ever met continuously acted on a plan. Every failed investor I've ever met was constantly reacting to current events. If the recent market turmoil is keeping you up at night, maybe it's time you begin to make your investment and spending decisions based upon a retirement income plan. Perhaps it's time for you to listen to the little voice in your head telling you to call Rudy Wealth Management. You'll be happy you did. Rudy Wealth Management, Central Illinois Retirement Specialist, 356 1400. Oh, good Monday morning and happy May. I know uh, it's a it's a big deal for Scott Ritchie who, who hates April for some reason. You know, always has as a college basketball beat writer. Says too much stuff happens. He wants to chill out a little bit after covering a long season of basketball. But uh, why do I think May is going to be just as bad as April? Because it will be. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't always used to hate April. It's just over the last, oh, three three to four years that it's really become like the month of roster reconstruction. Um, but yeah, May's not going to be any different because there's all kinds of things that still happen in May. Um, most notably, you know, the NBA draft combine and G league elite camp, uh, that inform all of those early entrants you know, where they stand in the kind of the hierarchy of the NBA draft. And by May 31st, end of this month, like those players have to decide whether they're in or they're out and to maintain their college eligibility. All right, that's Scott Ritchie. I'm Jim Rosso, and I'm a, I've asked our producer, Ed Bond, to find a bottle of Get Tough pills so Richie can take a couple, kind of like, you know, strengthen <laughs> yourself. I, I, don't, I don't need all the help I can get. Because it's a what, like a six or seven month season, and then it's like, oh well, we're just going to totally reshape the roster in the next two months, and there'll be all kinds of things happening. It's like, ah, oh, like take a break. It's okay. Coach, I think coaches want a break. Yeah, the good thing is Richie makes Brad Underwood like money, so he can persevere. <laughs> uh, if get, I made Brad Underwood <laughs> like money, I wouldn't be doing this podcast. <laughs> get through this month of May. Um, Plenty to talk about, uh, including Illinois' next point guard, which I understand is coming from the MAC. That would seem to be the the running rumor, and okay. it was the rumor 
well before Ray J. Dennis actually went in the transfer portal. Hmm. Um, but he is now finally in the portal. Yeah, he entered the portal last week while and he's going through the draft process, but this is just giving him all of the options should he you know, pull his name from the draft. And, I mean, I don't, you know, he can make his own decision, but like he, I don't think he's going to be drafted. I'd be very surprised if he was drafted. Um, so he could come back to college basketball, maybe transfer, maybe earn some money, NIL. It's a thing. Um, but Why was he, he rumored so early to come to Illinois? Just, it just makes a lot of sense because he's, one, good, and he's, two, he's from Illinois. So that – and it fits, like – Illinois is one of the clear power conference programs is like needs a point guard. Like there's an opening to come in, be the guy, have the ball in your hands a ton. And I think that would be attractive to a player like Ray J. Dennis, if it's not him or someone else. But uh, reigning Mac player of the year this past yeah. season at Toledo. I mean, Toledo's been good, too. Uh, he was there the last two years. Started NIT his- team, is that right? I, uh, if I remember, yeah, I believe so. It was so. halfway decent. Yeah. Just didn't win their conference tournament. Okay, which I mean that uh, when you're playing at that level, like it's a crapshoot. Like you're unlikely to get an at-large bid. But like they've just been solid. Um, he's played their last two years. Started his career at Boise State. Um, after being a News Gazette All-Stater in 2019 at Us We Go East. Hmm. Scott Ritchie made those selections in 2019. I did, and he was uh, an easy pick because his senior year, uh, Swigo East went 24 and eight, and he averaged 24 points, like six rebounds, five assists, and three steals. Like he put up big numbers, and like his early days at Boise State, like he played quite a bit as a freshman and as a sophomore. Started as a sophomore, and like wasn't like their their main guy, but like he put up okay numbers. Transferred to Toledo. Again, you know, started his junior year, had pretty good numbers as their point guard, 13 points, six rebounds, four assists. And then this past year is where just took off. I mean, Mac player of the year, averaged just shy of 20 points, almost six assists, just over four rebounds per game. Also shot 65.5, or 65, 36.5. I'm a little numbers dyslexic. 36.5% from three-point range. So... Again, that's pretty decent. And also, as I've said many times, a lot of these guys that I'm looking at in the portal shot better from three than anyone at Illinois, not named Luke Goody, who only played ten games. All right, so when Ray J. Ten- Dennis, is that his? Ray J. Dennis. Plays tennis. I, I understand. Hell of an athlete. Like, I wouldn't put it past So when he commits to Illinois and joins Brad Underwood's team, I know uh, this is a, a weekly power pole that you do with your Big Ten. Illinois is still not in your top three. They're not. This vaults them to how high? It's a fair question. Because um, there's still some unanswered questions with that, with Coleman Hawkins, Terrence Shannon. There you go again. I'm just telling you, like those two are going to make a big difference on how good Illinois is next season. But you know, add Ray J. Dennis to Quincy Garrier, Marcus Damask, Justin Harmon, the guy's coming back. Um, top five, for sure, I think. But I, 
I'd still, I'm, I don't know if I put him in the All right, Ed Bond, uh, who knows more than you do, obviously, right? Because he's courtside. Yep. He's not, he has Illinois as the second best team in the Big Ten behind Michigan State. No, it's possible. Right, I'm just telling you. I'm just reeling it. I'm not, I don't want you to get grumpy. But that's Ed Bond's power pole, his Big Ten power pole. Okay. I mean, I trust Ed. I really, Ed, I trust. I only really feel comfortable <laughs> about Michigan State. Like, the rest of the team. You big chicken. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just there's, I don't, there's so many things we don't know about everybody else. Are backyard chickens a thing in Eureka, speaking of chickens? Uh, backyard chickens? Or is it front yard chickens? N- no. I mean, maybe now. It's, I haven't Because in Champagne, you can have chickens. Yeah, I think you probably can, but like, why would you? Okay. I'm thinking in Eureka, they just roam. You know, there are no need for fences. Well, I, you know, in my, let's see, roughly 18 years living in Eureka, not quite 18, but don't remember a lot of chickens just roaming. Okay, just asking. I enjoy Eureka, by the way. Tell your mom, Robin, I I love it. Okay. Every time I go attend an athletic event at Washington, I come back the Eureka way just to kind of just to stop at Casey's. <laughs> there is a Casey's. Um, yeah, but Illinois. Yeah, it'd be, it's tough. And like, if or when Terrence Shannon, Coleman Hawkins come back, they might, might not. It's fifty fifty. Um, like that changes the whole dynamic. Cause either Illinois has got one move to make the rest of this offseason and it's to get a point guard, maybe get Ray J. Dennis, or they Illinois has up to three moves to make because Terrence Shannon and Coleman Hawkins or one of the two or decide they're gonna stay in the draft. So like that changes everything. Okay, best case scenario here, Scott Ritchie. I don't want to – no more asterisks. Everybody comes back. You, everybody case? comes back. I need your starting lineup right now. <laughs> you have 30 seconds. <laughs> Can I have a little more time? Nope, then? you got 30, and the countdown starts now. Okay, so let's just play this as Illinois gets Ray J. Dennis. I just said that. Because they could. Don't, don't know that They're going know. to. So he's going to be the point guard. Thank you. And then Terrence Shannon will also start. Okay. Coleman Hawkins will start. I think I think Brad Underwood should go with that smaller ball lineup and play Coleman at the five. So Quincy Garrier will start. And then the fifth starter, a lot of options. I'm tempted to put Ty Rogers in the starting lineup. Wait, I got a text coming in from Dane Danger. I don't know. What that's about? Why would he be texting me during this podcast? Because he's got a bug in here, and he heard me not put him in the starting lineup. I he he'll play. I don't think that's their best lineup. I think the small ball thing works with that group. I got a text coming from Carbondale saying, "Why the heck would I transfer there and not start? And not start? I don't, I don't know who this is." Well. If it really was Marcus Damask, he probably still has his Wisconsin phone number. I, I doubt he got a 618 you know, just when he committed to, to SIU. Uh, I mean, maybe, sure. 
getting boy. But I, then what, like, whatever I said must have kicked some things <laughs> off because I'm getting a a Fort Wayne call. Why not me in the starting lineup? I don't know sure. who that's from. Luke Goody, that's an oh. option. Because if you go back to like September, last September, early October, if you believe Brad Underwood, and sometimes he says things just to say them, but like Luke Goody was going to start last year. Then he broke his foot and missed essentially the entire season. And there's a lot of options in there. Could have gotten a number, a text from someone in the Chicago area, perhaps a Justin Harmon. There's too many area codes in Chicago. I wouldn't know which one he, <laughs> he was using. Um, like he's an option. Like they have options. That to me, but, that, but that's if Terrence Shannon and right. Coleman Hawkins come. Best back. case scenario, that's a nine deep at least rotation. Yeah, and then like <laughs> I'm feeling better about things, Scott. Richard. You know who's not feeling better about that situation? Sincere Harris. I don't know what to say about that. Okay. I mean, who says he can't out, uh, outplay these guys? Could. All right. Still going to get your money. Still going to get school paid for. Not the end of the world. No, but it's situations like that that have you see players transfer. Okay. Um, I yeah. like that base ca- best case scenario. That's uh, a good. That's a good lineup. That's a that's a number two in the Big Ten lineup. And I think could like threaten Michigan State a little bit. I just okay. would pick Michigan State still because those guys have have some chemistry. They played together. This is another going to be fairly brand new group for Illinois. And like last year, last season, like they liked each other. They didn't really know how to play with each other. So that's going to be the I think the off season challenge is to figure out the chemistry on the court to. Yield a little better result. Like they weren't bad last year, obviously, but good timing. Good timing for that, uh, as the team uh, gets to go to Thomasboro this summer. Is there a Thomasboro in Spain? No, Spain. I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry, Thomasboro, Spain. Uh, no, that's that's huge because they like you have your regular summer workouts, but that's there's a time limit on those. You can only spend like eight hours a week. And that's split up between being on the court with the coaches and being in the weight room and whatever else Adam Fletcher does with them, running and gymnastics and all kinds of things, yoga. Um, But because they're going on the foreign trip, they get 10, like, practices. Like, that's, like, bonus to their summer work. So I would imagine coaches would try to do that every year if they could just to get the extra practices but you can only go on those trips every four years so you, know, you make the most of it and like I think they'll have to especially if Terrence Shannon and Coleman Hawkins or one or the other doesn't come back because that means another newcomer or two more newcomers on top of the point guard to be announced that may or may not be Ray J. Dennis all right, this is Inside Illini Basketball, our, our podcast, which is now, how many episodes are we into this? this is uh, Getting pretty close to 250. Like many, many years. Thank you, Scott Richard, for giving up part of your Monday. Thank you, Ed Bond, for producing this award winner. Um, thank you to all our listeners for texting in all those questions. Uh, I see Hunter Dickerson is going to go to Kentucky. Well, that's 
a rumor on Twitter from someone that's wrong a lot. Hmm. Okay. Or has been wrong quite a bit. I and like he must know that Oscar Sheboy is not coming back then because can't play together. Hmm. And it'd be pretty cool to go have the chance to play at Kentucky though. It's just different at Kentucky, kind of like Kansas. There's yeah, a well, couple of schools where it's just different. And Kansas is on his list. Like right. He's visited Lawrence and I, I think know, it would make a lot more sense for him. It would re- I think as a uh, if you like your college basketball I think the chance to go to one of those two programs is just just different. No offense to Illinois or Michigan or or Maryland. It's just different. Yeah. Like yeah. Maryland is involved because Mark Turgeon's not there. Right. Because Hunter was upset that the Maryland didn't recruit him harder in high school. Uh, Georgetown. Yeah, it's just. I mean, but that's because he's from. Right. You got one year left. I'm going to Kentucky or Kansas. Yeah. And again, like, I don't know the Oscar Sheboy situation, but like, if Hunter's going there, he must have a pretty idea that he's going to be the guy because he's never really split minutes like that before at Michigan. And I think Kansas is the clearer path to being. Not a fifty-fifty center. Okay, Scott Ritchie, what other Big Ten rumors are you hearing and buying into? Tall guy at Purdue. What's up with that, Zach Eady? Yeah. Um, there's a chance I think he stays in the draft. Um, for a couple reasons. One, like you could see a team, I don't know, maybe late first, early second round, be like. We can do something with this because, like, he's unique. He's seven four and a big seven four. He's not like a super skinny Chet Holmgren type guy, but like, he's got some athleticism to him. Moves pretty well for that size. Uh, but the the tricky part is the fact that he's Canadian, and that makes nil more difficult, like because. I got, from what I understand, Purdue's like working to get him a different visa that would allow him. That's not because like if you have a student visa, like you can only work so much. I'm pretty sure this is getting to legality things that I probably don't know nearly enough about. But we'll just take we'll take Chase and Sydney Brown for example because that they were here and they're also Canadian. Like they had to do all their NIL work in Canada. Like they couldn't do anything when they were in the U.S. Zachary's in the same boat unless they can work out the visa situation. And if I was Purdue, I would do everything possible to make that happen because probably a second round pick and there's a chance Purdue would be able to offer the same kind of money as where he would go. And then he goes back to Purdue for a year. 2024 draft I think is a little thinner. Maybe he's a first round pick. Gets a guaranteed deal. So... All right, Indiana coming up uh, relatively empty in the portal so far. Well, uh, they've got some interesting pieces. Um, yeah, they're Peyton that. Sparks from Ball State. No, nope. it's a good big. Um, nope. Khalil Ware from Oregon was a top six recruit mm-hmm. last year. Lots of potential. I saw him last spring uh, in the Jordan Brand Classic. Really bouncy athlete. Just didn't work at Oregon. Um, and then they just added another. 
transfer Anthony Walker from Miami, mm-hmm. um, role player for them. Still haven't convinced me. Xavier Johnson's coming it. back. No. Oh, boy, there you go. <laughs> Sweet shooting Xavier Johnson. No. Who's hurt most of last right. year. His jumper is hurt. Eh, okay. It wasn't quite as broken last year before he got like actually hurt. Anyway, Illinois, what I'm getting to, uh, until you interrupted me, was Illinois still has a chance to may- be the, uh, the A-plus winner of the Big Ten in the offseason. Just takes three decisions. <laughs> I'm just saying, Scott Ritchie. Yeah. Okay. And like all three of those could happen. Yep. Or none, or some combination of yeses and nos. All right. Are you on the road to any of these draft camps this uh, this month? For the combine. Me. Yeah. Well, if Coleman Hawkins and Terrence Shannon aren't invited, then probably not. Okay. All right, don't, don't have the list of the invites. When is that coming out? Should be soon because the uh, combine starts in two weeks. Okay, the fifteenth, I think. What was a fun, uh, fun thing to watch to uh, report on? What other basketball stuff? I have a lot of non-basketball questions, so I'm trying to get it out of the way uh, now, so we can talk other things. Yeah. Um. Well, the last last two weekends have been the first. Uh, Evaluation periods of the spring, like all the does shows. that even matter anymore? Less, okay, I think. But Illinois offered. I don't care. Some new guys. Go ahead. We'll just run through them quick. Um, uh, class of twenty twenty four point guard Mikey Lewis out of Oakland um, was the leading scorer in the EYBL in the first weekend. Not Mike Lewis of Indiana fame. Michael Lewis, right? Yeah, former redheaded guard. Former EIU assistant coach, yeah. now the coach okay. at... Not him. Ball St- is he at Ball not State? It, not his son. No. No, it would, would not be. Um, Jasir Rencher is a class of 2025 wing and out of San Francisco. Uh, Rivers Knight uh, just finished his freshman year of high school, so you'll see him in <laughs> four years in college. Uh, but 6'8", six, 6'9", six, forward. Rivers? Rivers. I think his given name is Isaiah. Goes by okay. Rivers. Big Weezer fan. Um, Who? I, <laughs> I'm just sad for you. Rivers Cuomo, front man for Weezer. Come on. <laughs> uh, but he's from Charlotte. Uh, Xavion Staten is a 7-1 center out of Las Vegas. Uh, Will Riley, Canadian, 6-7, wing, um, playing high school basketball in Pennsylvania. And then saved the best for last. Uh, class of 2025, power forward out of Baltimore. Just won a state title, Class 1A in, ba- in Maryland this past year. Marcus Jackson. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Marcus Jackson coming back to Champaign, Illinois. Can't wait for his return. How about that? Yeah. No pressure, but there's a beat writer looking over your shoulder again. Scott Ritchie. I guarantee you Marcus <laughs> doesn't want the job. <laughs> Uh, can't wait to sip a beer with Marcus. Um, but really offering these kids. Uh, like these were early. like Right. Early offers, first offers for some of them. Marcus Jackson. Okay. The, not that Marcus, but this Marcus. Right. First offer for him. Um, I I even look at like Imani Hansberry and Dre Gibbs-Lawhorn. I didn't mention either one of those when I was going through their like starting options or rotation for next season. And, like, they probably could be in it. But the trend 
now is fill in with the portal and have guys that have some experience and are older and hope your freshmen stick around and develop. I don't know. It's, it's interesting. Okay. If all three things happen that I say will happen, uh, Illinois' average age will be about, what, 22, 23 years old on that roster? Yeah. It'd be great. Because like, be like all a those, park district team. Because like if they let's say they get Ray J Dennis, like that's all fifth year that's Ray J, Quincy, Marcus Justin. That's four fifth year guys. Right. It's called a Terrence would be a fifth year guy. Coleman would be this fourth year. Like that's just a lot of right. age and experience. And that's if, what Brad Underwood said he wanted. If uh Underwood has done anything since his arrival at Illinois, it is he has changed. Uh, when he needs to change, whether it's offense, defense, rotations, whatever. Now he saw how last year kind of flamed out because of so much inexperience, so he's bringing in a bunch of old dudes. Give that a shot. Yeah, and probably stand to change the offense again or refine the offense. Probably All right, Scott Ritchie, every morning, 6 a.m., IlliniHQ.com. Good morning, Illini Nation. Check it out. It's great stuff. Sign up for our All-Illini Basketball newsletter while you're at it. It's free. Content never stops. Not many other, uh, certainly no newspapers do this. Not uh, There's some websites, I guess, some niche websites that churn out as much as you do, but we appreciate it. Scott Ritchie, uh, congratulations. You finished fourth in the half marathon I saw <laughs> over the weekend. The I'd still be running it. <laughs> the, uh, I forgot to mention the division, the worn-out beat writer division. Oh, I'd crush that division. <laughs> You finished. You had to walk a lot, but uh, congratulations. It was neat. You got to walk through Memorial Stadium, cross the finish line. Feel like I haven't been Say there hi before. to your friend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, next year, definitely going to run the, the full marathon, obviously. Now Here's what I would, back. I would say. Right. I would say have some fun with it, Brad Underwood. Have some players run the marathon or the 5K. Put them to the thing. You know, you, always, you remember when the players had to do the mile test before the season? Yeah. Remember this? I they, think I don't. I don't. Can I think you do they that? Still run that? Yeah. yeah. Why not do the five k on Friday night? Be a crowd favorite. Talk about selling tickets. Yeah, that's next year's goal. I know all the marching Illini tuba players do it. Sousaphone. Whatever the. You would know that. It's the one I played. So yeah, yeah I bet you did. I did. I was good. <laughs> anyway, next year, I'm thinking Ty Rogers wins it. Actually, Sincere Harris would be my winner. What do you think? He's, he's got a lot of speed. I don't know if yeah. he's got the... 5K is not very long. You can basically sprint that. Sprint three point... Kind of. Two miles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever it is. That was quick math. Um, okay, sure. You, you're going to go out and sprint the 5K? Yeah, I can't walk anymore, but other than that, <laughs> we're good. Um, what I was getting to with the marathon and your finish was it's a busy weekend. Let's start with the NFL draft. Uh, four Illini picked. Uh, pretty good. Yeah, and that was really like, good considering think, past history, recent past history. Yeah, and and four was I think the expectation. Like all four were mm-hmm. pretty solid. Um, Devin Witherspoon obviously going number five to the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, big payday coming for him as soon as he signs that contract. Uh, he will get roughly twenty million dollars as a signing bonus. Much like uh, the you're way too early top twenty five. They had next year's draft already uh, out. I've seen that. And I saw there was an Illinois uh, uh, lineman, top 15. Yeah, Johnny Newton, I think, was projected out at, like, number 11. 
by Pro Football Focus. Um, Where's and, Keith Randolph going in there? Um, not in the first round, but I, okay. Honestly, like Keith has as high a ceiling, I think, as Johnny, because from a physical standpoint, and I'm talking like size and length, he has more than Johnny Newton. Johnny's a little shorter. But, I mean, there's been some short def- like interior defensive linemen that have been really good. Aaron Donald is one of the best ever, and he's 6'1". But Keith Randolph is, like, 6'5", with super long arms. And, like, if he has the type of season, like, he could have this this coming fall, like, he could shoot up All draft right. boards. He, the, uh, uh, one Gus Russell got stuffed by him at the Centralia Holiday Tournament. <laughs> so he's proud to pass along that story. Yeah, well, Keith would tell you that he's the best basketball player on yep. campus. and Might be. <laughs> uh, Brad Underwood sure hopes not. Yeah. <laughs> all right, that was good uh, football weekend. Should be good again next year. The funny thing about it was all the different coaches uh, kind of claiming uh, <laughs> from Ryan Walters yeah. to Brett Bielema to even fans saying, hey, these are Lovey's guys. Just don't know who gets the credit for this one. Yeah, all of them were recruited. I love you, Smith. Um, now they really took off after the coaching change in terms of their development. So who gets the claim there? Is it? Everybody's taking claim, and that's what well, social mean, media is for. And, and, like, they all can they have a stake in that. But Lovey's not taking claim. Lovey's not. He doesn't care. I'm pretty sure he's not on Twitter right. anymore. Yep. As he really was. <laughs> he had an here. account. <laughs> Someone ran it for him, but he had one. All right, your uh, uh, golf team won a Big Ten championship. Kind of, you know, the previous weekend was a big kind of surprise celebration when the women won it. This was like, a, yeah. Well, that was their it, eighth in a row, and right, what thirteen out of the last fourteen years or whatever, fourteen out of fifteen, something like that. Um, only wound up counting two rounds though, because they, they started Sunday, it's third round, but the rain in New Jersey, so they just canceled it. Went back to the scores after 36 holes and Illinois was still up by there. like 70 not quite that many but it yeah. was a they were the only team under par don't care about the Big Ten anymore uh, that's how good they've gotten is this the year they win it all I think they've had they have as good a shot as they've ever had um, because they have two of the top 15 golfers in the country and Adrian Dumont Deschassart and Tommy Cool. And then they have, like, what they didn't really have last year. It just took some developing because it's basically this, mostly the same guys. Um, it's just, like, depth behind them. Because, like, Jackson Buchanan, I think if the third round would have finished, like, he would have won the individual Big Ten title. Um, wound up not because they kind of went backwards on it. But like, he's been really good lately. Pearson Hunt has played well. Um, they... Mike Small hit the transfer portal last offseason and added uh, a veteran and Matisse Passard, another Belgian, of course. It's like that, those five, like, and give and give Illinois a chance to do anything, really, in the NCAA championship. I mean, like, I think they've got a, a legitimate shot. I mean, they're number three team in the country. So, like, that's at least like the semifinals of match play. Okay. Um, softball about to host uh, the Big Ten tournament. That's cool. Hopefully they make it. 
Yeah, they top 12. can't lose this. Like I think they play Maryland in their okay. final Big Ten series. Like have to win at least one of them. Okay, they will because uh, we talked to Shorty Eichelberger, the grandmother of Illinois sports. Name is on the field. Yeah, Eichelberger Field for a story tomorrow about how cool it is to host the Big Ten tournament. All right. Yeah, I mean they were supposed to it's in 2020 deal. before it was canceled. Right. Well, yeah. Um, okay. They're one spot away from not playing in it. Don't bring me down. This has been a relatively positive podcast. Yeah, I'm just, it's, and there you go. You had to throw. It's just dirt. fact. It's just fact. Have to. All right. Win at least one against Maryland, or hope the teams below them lose, which could happen because they haven't been very good either. But like, you can't not make it if you're Illinois and you're hosting the Big Ten tournament. Like. You have to be in it. Okay. I was going to end on that, but shoot, you, you got to bring me some good news, Richie. You just killed me. It was a gut punch. It happens. Um, Back to basketball. Anything before I let you out of this podcast booth? How about this? Okay. Data adjacent. I'll even take this at this point. Oh, it's not even data. It's just fun. So, like, on BartTorvik.com, like... Who? I've mentioned Bart before. Weezer. <laughs> I, I, like, I'm not surprised you don't know who Rivers Cuomo is or Weezer, but I'm also a little surprised because, like, they've only been around since the early 90s. Um, it's just... It is what it is, I guess. But on BartTorvik.com, like, they have... He has projections for the 2024 season, and you can kind of play with those a little bit with the roster cast where you can add players to the roster or add players back in the case of Terrence Shannon, Coleman Hawkins. But I brought if you bring those two back, this is not mm-hmm. even point guard related. Illinois jumps into like the top 25 of the Torvix rankings. And number two in the Big Ten. Thank you. <laughs> That's Jim Rosso rankings. Um, okay. it, it'd be number, I think, well, it looks like three, because Purdue is still. Yeah, don't worry about them. But then I think if you add point guard to that, add a Ray J. Dennis, climb a little higher. All right. There you go, Scott Reggie. Way to bounce back. Hey, I appreciate all your insight. Looking forward to you resting up a little bit, uh, bringing some fresh stuff to the table uh, next week. We'll talk to you next Monday, Scotty.